the more time people spend with me, the more they want to do business with me. And that comes from a a confident place and also a, well, of course, if you're listening to someone every week, you feel like you know that person, right? We all have those people. For Monday, July 1st, 2019, this is episode 41. Don't pod fade. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Podcasting as a business. The power of podcasting and unbecoming with Phoebe Morocek. Phoebe and I discuss pod fading, which is the high mortality rate of new podcasts, and whether that's good or bad for podcasting as a whole. Plus, why podcasts are like a business. We also debunk the trendy prescribed morning routine and talk about her new podcast, New Two, inspired by all the people moving to Austin. Enjoy. Welcome to the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast, a short weekly exploration of marketing, technology, and career. I'm Emily Bender. I answer to no one, and I make this for you. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast. I have a special guest here with me today, Phoebe Morocek. And Phoebe is the host of Unbecoming, which is a podcast and nationally syndicated radio show that helps entrepreneurs release the judgments and beliefs holding them back from living a more meaningful life. Phoebe's show reaches 350,000 plus listeners per month from over 40 countries and 16 AM and FM radio stations in 20 cities nationwide and across 20 internet platforms. Phoebe also built and ran six-figure online marketing business for several years before realizing that her real passion was in helping entrepreneurs amplify their message and have a greater impact by being more of themselves. So I'm so excited to have Phoebe on the show. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm great, and I am so excited to be on here with you and to have this conversation. It's an important conversation, so thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And Phoebe and I met here in Austin through mutual friends several months ago, and I just I thought you were very impressive, and I loved your passion about podcasting. Oh, thank you. It's easy. It's an easy uh, medium to love. It's so fun. It's easy. It's fun. It is, I mean, I'm sure we can talk more about it, but it's my favorite thing to talk about at the moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so tell me about Unbecoming and your other podcast, the new one about Austin. So Unbecoming, I started in 2017, really because I felt like the online entrepreneurs that I was either working alongside or, um, you know, that were coming into my business coaching marketing strategy type world were really struggling with what they thought was a business problem. But what it actually was is a personal problem. We know business is personal, personal is business. And so I wanted to have conversations that I didn't feel like were happening any other place about what it really takes to grow, to scale a business. Um, And it takes a lot of personal development. And so I'm bridging that gap. It's the intersection of personal development and business. And so what's really holding you back is your head, your your brain, your mind, all these voices that tell you you can't do something or, you know, whatever the beliefs you have. And then when I met you in Austin, I had just moved here. So I moved here in January and I was looking for a show where I could get some insider information about what to do here and why you know, what the fuss was all about when it came to Austin and there wasn't one. So I said, well, podcasting is what I love to do. And I think what I'm good at. And 
it's what I already want to be doing, which is getting to know the city. So I decided to combine it and create something called New Too. And I'll start here in Austin, hopefully scale to other cities. We'll see. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but just really helping people figure out what to do, where to go and how to feel settled in their city. That's so great. And I love that you have both because they are different. And it seems like paying attention to that personal development aspect is so key. I mean, there's so many podcasts and blogs and articles about productivity and your morning routine and all of this stuff to make your business successful, but to look inward a little more and maybe have that, I don't know, a little more of a therapeutic caring for the self, it, it helps you be a better business person. Absolutely. And that's where I think people, you know, get it wrong. And we're told all the time, you know, to your example about the morning routine, right? It's got to look this certain way and you've got to meditate and then you do this and then you do that and you exercise. Well, I just am like, let's take the pressure off for a minute and let's just get you in your morning routine because everything is specific and tailored to you. So why don't we have that conversation as opposed to we have to, you know, fit this square peg in a round hole. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. Completely. So it is impressive, like I said, that you have both of these podcasts going. And you and I were talking the other day about some of the surprising pod fade stats. So pod fading is when a podcast begins, then it kind of just falls away. And so many of them do this. It's just shocking because there are over 700,000 podcasts out there. But most of these podcasts, a lot of them by their seventh episode cease production. They pod fade. Uh the overall mortality rate or pod fade comes in at a remarkable 50%. What did you think about that? I mean, it's horrendous. I, I find, I just get really disheartened by that because I'm somebody, you know, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to stick to it. But I also think that you people don't have the skills and they don't understand. It's almost, the, they don't understand the rules of the game. They don't understand what this actually looks like and what you're committing to. And I do think that there are, there's a lot of validity in, well, or just, I mean, it's totally fine if you want to start a podcast for 90 days and then that just lives on the platform. But if you're going to honor the platform, it is, you know, with such a low barrier to entry, right? It's like 2000 new shows a week um, are coming out, which is huge. But it's also like, you've got to understand what does that actually mean? What are the rules? And nobody really talks about that. You are creating content constantly. And that for me is fun in an audio setting because it's easier. I don't have to get my hair and makeup done. I can just turn on my microphone and start talking. And also, what are you talking about? What It's just, it starts like any good business with clarity from the beginning. And that can shift and evolve and change as you move through it. But for me, I committed to 52 weeks. I said, I will do this for one year and reevaluate at the end of a year. I never missed a week. And that was just, I knew the rules of the game. I knew what I was getting myself into, probably because I had been a co-host on another show, but also because I knew what it took and I knew the game that I was entering. So it's right, it's right. really upsetting <laughs> to hear that things, because that's just like anything, right? If you consider a podcast like a business, like if you gave up after seven weeks, then something right. was happening. And it's not just one person, right? There's so many podcasts that are, you know, what you said, pod fading and I, I think it's because people don't know, know the rules of the game. Oh, completely. And I think that's a, a good comparison to it is like a business. And you're probably not going to make any money off your podcast. Most people don't. I do a flash briefing five days a week on Alexa. It's called the Voice Marketing Daily Beetle Moment. 
Half the time I do it, it's a pain in the butt. I don't feel like recording it. I don't feel like thinking of a cool new topic at like 11 p.m., which is when I end up, you know, procrastinating to do it. But I committed and I forced myself. I've even made episodes where I said, hey, guys, I promise you I won't miss a day just to make sure I don't. And I mm-hmm. said I'm going to do this for at least a year. And it's been about over a year at this point. But I've created briefings for clients who they spend all this money to have me help them with the strategy and launching it and optimizing it. And then they just stop after like a month because it, it's such a commitment. Totally. And that, but I mean, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so I see when, when I see that it's, I don't want to do business with somebody who pod fades. Oh. Like, I'll just kind of throw that out there. Right. It's like wh- how you show up online tells a story, whether or not you like it, whether or not it is actually what you think uh, you want your audience to hear. But if you can't show up consistently every week to record something, then you, I don't believe you when you say that you're going to show up for me in a coaching, consulting, whatever capacity it is. I just, I see that as a lack of integrity. Mm. So uh, I have a really hard time with that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You say that it's such a shame, the pod fade stats. On the other hand, maybe it's a good thing because the cream rises to the top. Yep. Totally. I mean, you see the people in, I mean, podcasting is a long game. And my belief is that the when I tell myself every week when I'm similar to you and I don't feel like recording something or, you know, the ideas aren't really flowing or whatever situation, I just have to say the more time people spend with me, the more they want to do business with me. And that comes from a a confident place. And also a, well, of course, if you're listening to someone every week, you feel like, you know, that person, right? We all have those people that we feel like are our friends and you're like, Oh no, I just listened to your show all the time and I know you. So I want to show up consistently so my audience knows that I'm you can count on me whatever that looks like yeah yes i think that's a, a great point the more time you spend the more you you actually put this differently once when we were talking and you said the more time somebody spends with me the more likely they are to spend money with me totally yep yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that's good i think it's like i mean it's all the same it's like you want to if you want to spend time with me, you've got to pay me for that time, right? Well, of course. So, this yeah. is the, oh my gosh, I'm glad you said that because this is a thing when you are a consultant and people want to pick your brain, which is, mm-hmm. I cannot stand that phrase. That's like anathema to a consultant. Oh, can I pick your brain? Do you want to grab lunch? No, I don't have an hour and a half to go <laughs> for free and like share my thoughts with you on something that I have built over uh, over a decade of knowledge. Like whenever it's about marketing, I'm I'm I mean, totally on the same. Pick your brain is like nails on a chalkboard. Ugh, I hate that phrase. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. It's just the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, what do you do when people say, "Phoebe, can I pick your brain about podcasting?" I mean, I get that all the time, and it's so annoying. And so. That's why I have a lot of free resources available. I'm like, no, sorry, I don't, I don't have time. But here, if you're looking for equipment, you know, go over here. This is where you can find that. If you want to, you know, start something, you can follow me on Instagram. I do a lot of behind the scenes or whatever it is, but I just push them to other resources and I ask them, what questions do you have? And maybe that would make a good podcast episode where I can then direct them back <laughs> to a listener question. So, oh, yeah. well, anybody listening to this show might be interested is there somewhere that on your website where they could find those resources? Yeah. So if, um, unbecomingpodcast.com, I have everything okay. li- that's like my central kind of portal where you can find everything. I have equipment on there. I have anything that I've done that I think is worthwhile as far as uh, like PDFs. I, for a lot of my shows, I'll do 
uh, a, like a supplemental PDF where you can download it and then do whatever you need and fill in the blanks and, and whatnot. So I do like uh, worksheets and stuff like that, but that's on my, sh- on my uh, website. Okay. So unbecomingpodcast.com. Great. Sounds yep. like a, a really good resource there. By the way, I really like your branding. I like the way that you, the fonts and the imagery, it just looks really nice. Did you do all that? I, so I, I have a designer who did it, okay. but I told him exactly what I want. And actually the header image will be changing very soon. I have some really cool, I mean, along the same lines, but it just is a reflection of me. And so I want people to go there and see that it's a little rougher on the edges, but it's professional. So uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's a good balance <laughs> to strike. You're welcome. Um, I think ultimately when it comes to podcasting, it's still really powerful. It's growing like crazy. It's it's catching on. I mean, we, we saw the acquisition with um, Spotify taking Anchor and Gimlet earlier this year. Huge, huge deal. And it's a it's a an important medium because it it's the most intimate way to reach somebody. So in marketing and advertising, we've been doing God banner ads and pay per click and all of this just digital advertising uh, majority garbage for so long. And then you see really cool brands like Dell or Zen. What is it? Zendesk, like with Trailblazers and some of the other like Relate. Those podcasts that are sponsored by brands, Mailchimp has been doing this since the beginning. That's such a better way, I think, to advertise, which is really just to sponsor and to gently associate with something that people really enjoy. Absolutely. I mean, it's the micro influencers that it's like the year or the decade or whatever, the time of the micro influencers. And so for a company, it just makes so much more sense to put your your resources towards somebody who is trained in this. It's just like hiring a consultant, but hiring a marketing consultant to do everything for you and you just help fund it and get in alignment with their message. I mean, it's just the smartest play for brands to connect with local, you know, on a more local scale, we'll say, um, podcasters. It makes a lot of sense and it reaches the people you want to reach in a way that feels inviting and, um, you know, really intimate, as you said. Yeah. Right. It's such a great audience, too. I mean, over 51% of the U.S. population has at some point listened to at least one podcast. That's a lot of penetration. Mm -hmm. And then you have listeners who tend to be loyal, affluent, educated, and over 30% of U.S. podcast listeners listen at least monthly. So you're going to hit frequency and you're going to reach it's not necessarily like spaghetti at the wall, reach the whole population, but you're getting that really targeted group who, like you said, feel that they know the host and trust the host. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's also, I mean, the search functionality on something like iTunes or, you know, Apple Podcasts just isn't great. So, you know, the people who are listening to you actually sought you out. They found you somehow, somebody shared it or whatever. And now this becomes a way more, It's there isn't really as much cold traffic, um, which is great. Because you know the people who are listening, I mean, they're already warmed up. So these are the people that are active, that are engaged in your community and with you as a host and as a platform. Yep. Further down the funnel, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I love this conversation. I think we should keep talking about this another time. But for now, we're going to wrap it up because my whole thing with my podcast is brevity. I try to make almost a microcast. <laughs> Uh, so Phoebe remind our listeners where they can find you and listen to your shows so you can listen to my shows on unbecomingpodcast.com or new to podcast.com which will be launching um, here shortly and I am on Instagram at Phoebe Morocek 
that is where that's like my real hub. That's where I love to kind of share behind the scenes stuff and where you can find me on a daily basis, but on a weekly basis, unbecomingpodcast.com is the easiest. Fantastic. And we'll have all those links in the show notes, which you can go to beetlemoment.com, click media and then podcast episodes. And thank you so much, Phoebe. It was great talking with you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey, do you have an Amazon Echo device? Then you have to take advantage of Flash Briefing, the short daily news offering on Alexa. It's free and easy to set up. You can catch my daily briefing, the voice marketing flash briefing, Daily Beetle Moment, by going to bit.ly slash beetleflash. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash B-E-E-T-L-E flash, all lowercase. Or just search Amazon or your Alexa app for Beetle Moment Voice Marketing. My goal with this flash briefing is to fracture Alexa's rubric. Come check it out. Brought to you by our friends at Pippa. Pippa is the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast. Visit BeetleMoment.com forward slash P-I-P-P-A to get a $25 Amazon gift card when you sign up. And we thank Pippa very much for their support of the show. For more about the show or to consult with me, visit BeetleMoment.com. Tweet me at Emily Bender. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you next week.